Hey everyone, welcome to this bonus episode of The Gap. We're going to be talking about Prey today. Uh, my name's Luke Laurie. Joining me is Joe Gilroy. How you going? Hi, I'm good. You're all right. Uh, Steve Wright is also here to help us talk about Prey, the video game. How you going, Steve? I'm pretty good. Um, so you did, the re- a- you did the review for Survivor. Um, sure did. Job did the review for Ozgamers, was it? Yep. Okay, and um, and I played it. So we have three people capable of talking about the game today. Um, Solid. This, this one's going to be a bit different to our, our normal episodes. Uh, generally, we talk quite, uh, um, you know, not as, as, as deep about a video game as we're going to do today. So we'll be talking about sp- a spoiler stuff. So if you haven't played the game and it's something that you really want to get to, I'd suggest play the game first and then come back, have a listen. Um, because mm-hmm. we're going to go into pretty much things like the endings and, uh, like late game things that we did see and we liked. So, or we didn't like, and, um, yeah, if you don't want to know anything about the ending that you, you haven't played it yet, please stop listening. <laughs> we can't stress that enough because we're going to go yeah. right into things. Spoiler here. alert. Yes. Spoiler alert. Tough day, right? If I'm talking to myself, it must be. We've been testing a new kind of neuromod based on the Typhon organisms. You've seen what those creatures can do. Once testing starts, there's no going back. Take your time, relax, think it over. No, I'm kidding. You only have nine seconds. Warning. This is a station-wide emergency. If just one of those creatures gets back to Earth, we're lost. The tests, they changed you. I'm sorry. I wish there was another way. Nothing can survive. Whenever you're ready, Morgan. Let's get into it. Like, we'll just straight off the bat. Steve, um, I guess everybody kind of knows what Job and I think about the game so far, but, like, what was your impressions of the game? Like, what did you... Did you enjoy it, or was it you didn't like the game? Like, where about you coming from at this point? <laughs> Oh, I loved it. Um, it's like unofficially there's this thing at Survivor. It's like Shane started it where if it's a sci-fi game, it gets an 11 out of 10 and you can only go down from there. So mm. the, the setting was epic and amazing. And I know it wasn't, you know, maybe the prey that everybody was expecting or uh, or hoping for. But I thought Arcane did a really, really good job of taking a really neat atmosphere and a, and a cool idea into some really core um, mechanics and making a really fun little game so yeah um thumbs up did you did you ever play like the games i guess it's influenced by like the system shocks and um and bioshocks, the BioShocks. Yeah. yeah um and it's you know you, you you go and you get some powers and you pick up a wrench so it's pretty hard to uh to miss the parallels there yeah, yeah. and it's 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 on purpose i think you know oh for sure like, um like the system shock influence is crazy uh heavy inside this game uh with the looking glasses like like studios references all over the fucking place and mm. all that kind of stuff um yeah it's it's definitely you know 
wearing that on its sleeve. Uh, and I think it does it really well. Hmm. Um, if anything, right, because you mentioned, you know, uh, that other prey. But, like, <laughs> yeah, that's that like other prey. <laughs> that other prey. This <laughs> that is the we third, dare not speak of. right? Well, there was... Is it? it? There was the first one. The second one they tried to make, which we I did see at one stage. I don't know if you did. You see it, Joe? What? Pray the 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 sequel. The sequel, yeah, the human head one. Yeah, the fucking insane bounty hunter one. <laughs> yeah, which probably would have been just as good. <laughs> would have been fucking amazing. So the first one, right? I didn't actually think that much of the first one. I thought it did some interesting things with portals and stuff, but like it immediately got fucking blown out of the water by a game called portal uh so yeah I, I never really thought like that much of it to be honest um the follow-up prey i don't know 2015 i guess um the bounty hunter the fucking intergalactic bounty hunter that is literally the game i have always wanted to play like they reached into my fucking mind and they were like yeah this, this is what Job wants to play. Let's just make that. We'll make it for Job and we'll say it's for everyone. It'll be fine. As long as Job likes it, it'll be okay. And uh, they cancelled it. <laughs> and then they cancelled it, which I think it's because of my Doom review. Uh, <laughs> or maybe my Rage review. I'm not sure. It's one, it's one of my reviews, but Bethesda was getting back at me. And uh, yeah, and then they took... I can only assume Arcane's work on a System Shock game that Bethesda couldn't get their hands on the license for, the the title rights for, and they chucked the name Prey on it, and yeah, they made a System Shock game called Prey. That's that's my feeling about it, basically. Um, yeah, right, I don't, I, was it, it, was it, it Raph? Raph? Raph worked on System Shock, or am I making that up? The other... Because there's two guys who co-founded Arcane, and it's been yep. a couple weeks since we did all our Prey stuff, so I'm fuzzy. Yeah. But a lot of guys started off on System yeah. Shock, and you know it makes sense that that's influenced their game development since. Yeah, so uh, basically, I, I, I'm trying to remember it all, but I, I'm pretty sure... So the way it goes is Rafael Colantonio, who's the, I don't know, head of the founder of Arcane, mm-hmm. uh, like worked on the translation of uh system shock uh when he works for ea france maybe uh well it would have been france right i think it's yeah i'm pretty sure it was ea and uh sorry shut up canada um (laughs) don't throw your canada in our faces um and then he teamed up with harvey smith who it turned out had worked on um system shock 2 uh and yeah, they just seem to work really well together. Like, uh, they just, uh, sorry, not System Shock 2, System Shock 1, where he worked at fucking, um, Looking Glass. Looking Glass, yeah. Where he, and that's how he got his fucking start. And yeah, they, I think they ran into each other a couple of times after that. But yeah, so they ran into each other working on System Shock. And, uh, yeah, it's clear, clear that it's like really important to their, like i don't know foundation as mm. a company and yeah all right um yeah i think it's it's worked out well they just clearly they love these sorts of fucking 
immersive sim games. Mm-hmm. And they fucking nail them. Yeah. Were any of you guys ex- expecting, like, I-, I guess even at some point of the game to to sort of refer back to the original prey at all? Because, I don't know, for me, yeah. it-, it was a bit strange that even when they announced this and they were like, nah, it's got nothing to do with prey. That could have still been like a red herring type thing that they were just True. saying. And then, you know, maybe you get to the end of the game and I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, no, actually, it is tied up to this. But yeah, it's not. It <laughs> was just no. take the name. I'm kind, of glad they, I'm kind of glad they didn't. Like, it it could have been a really cheesy marketing thing to say, oh, yeah, no, it's not connected at all. But, ooh, what a twist at the end. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. glad they kind of just, they actually did wear it on their sleeve. Like, no, we we have the IP, the name of the IP. It seemed like a decent name for this game. They're not connected. Hmm. That's That's where we're coming from here. I sort of feel bad for the human head guys, though, the people who worked on the original Prey, because this new Prey will 100% overwhelm old, like, old Prey. Most most people never played. Like, the first, the original Prey wasn't a terribly successful game, and uh, it was, like, a decade ago. So most people who play Prey will immediately associate it with this Prey 2017 will be what they associate the concept of Prey with, which means that all that hard work, you know, as, as you know, as indifferent as I was to the game's existence, I still feel bad for them as creators that their legacy will be so overwhelmed by such a overwhelmingly amazing game. Yeah. I don't know. Especially when they were working on something that would have, like done the fucking job right like the other prey the bounty hunter prey that would have been fucking that would have been one way to secure a legacy for yourself and then ultimately yeah they never got a chance to which yeah unfortunate mm. yeah yeah um all right well let's talk about i guess the the start of the game i, I think it's got one of the like best five hours of video game that has been put out that that like opening of of going through um you know him waking up and and uh like the groundhog day situation um which is mm-hmm. by the way really hard to not write about in my preview because i think mm. that alone <laughs> is is a a good twist um yep. and, and trying to sidestep the first 20 minutes of a game is you know um when they're like hey we want to show you the first 30 minutes of the game except Writing about that, it's not easy. <laughs> um, yeah. How, how well, you- you'd have to resort to, like, they picked up, uh, I picked up a, a champagne bottle, then I picked up a book, yeah, then I, uh, huh. I uh, flushed the toilet. Well, yeah, really, I, really I spent, exciting. like, 10 minutes trying to put toilet rolls in the toilet in my preview. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I couldn't put the, the video footage up, because I was fucking around in the bathroom for, like, 10 minutes, um, <laughs> being an idiot, you know, testing things. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I but- just put footage of that me doing that up. I yeah. just did that. Did fucking- it anyway. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that, that opening is, is awesome. I think the first like five hours of it is just really good. It kind of sets up the the um, the world really well, and until I think until the point where you get that pistol, um, like they didn't need to give you any guns. They could have just given you a wrench the entire game. I would have been pretty happy with that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You, except, I mean, wasn't that the fucking downfall for you? 
for, for me, yeah, I, I don't think the combat is all that great, um, which is why when they kind of throw the mimics at you, um, yep. and I, I wrote about this in my previous was that I, I wish that they kind of would have done a bit more, like taken some more risks is the, the enemy types just get quite, quite bland at one point. Um, there's only like what less than 10 enemies types in the game, maybe seven, something like that. And they get to the point where they're just like, all right, we've thrown mimics at you. We've thrown phantoms at you. Now they're greater mimics or greater phantoms. And, um, I just don't think the strong point of the game is the combat system. It's, it's more about the story and the things that they're trying to tell. And, um, and when you get the glue cannon and you, you're kind of using that at the start of the game, I think that's where it really peaks in terms of the combat stuff. Um, I don't know. That's just how I felt. I know maybe you guys felt a little bit differently or <laughs> I'm not sure. I think, I think you're spot on about the combat, but I, like, I didn't really play the game for the combat at all. I played it more for the exploration. So it was kind of a thing I had to do whilst I was figuring out how to get into that door without hacking it or figuring out where that key card was or how I'm going to track down that corpse to get the, you know, combo for that safe to do this. So I think the combat was, it served its purpose. And I guess depending on how you look at the game, it either is quite important to you or not. And I was, it was, you know, it did its thing for me and I was cool whilst I was exploring the space station. Yeah, I mean, to me, right, like, I, I just I just think of The Witcher, right? Like, it is exactly the same as The Witcher to me. Why you got to bring The uh, Witcher up, Joe? Why you got to do that? I always, <laughs> always got to bring up The Witcher. Uh, it is a game that has shit combat that I wasn't playing for the combat, so I just basically ignored it. That's because you played on easy, though. Everyone knows this. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I played on easy so I could ignore the combat, so that I could just phase out the combat from existence it didn't matter and i could just enjoy the exploration and the world that they've built and the storytelling within and yeah that's like it works for fucking it works for the witcher it works for fucking prey yeah yeah i don't know in games where the combat isn't good enough right i have no problems with utterly ignoring it yeah i don't think did you did steve did you um, you played on Xbox, uh, I'm guessing, <laughs> but you're, you're right. Yeah. Um, I, Joe and I both, I think put the game <laughs> on easy at around the same stage of the game, maybe eight hours in. Um, how did, did you play it on normal or what did you kind of do with the combat? I, I started on easy just because, you know, yeah. like it's, it's that game where you have it the day of or the day before and you need to write a review. So it'd be nice if you could play it on normal, but you got to get things done. So I still found that it was difficult like it i don't know if it was intended to be a survival horror game but mm. it was um in some places if you, if you didn't kind of exploit the recycling glitch sometimes you just you didn't have ammo you didn't have enough to make ammo or you weren't in a position to go and you know get to a recycler in an easy reach so i thought easy was still hard enough if that makes sense yeah, that's probably the biggest flaw with the game was resource management was like just woefully balanced, like really badly balanced. Uh, I didn't do the the I did the recycler glitch once just to see if it actually worked, uh, and then I, I didn't use it because I didn't want to uh, blow out 
the game's resource economy. Um, and I felt like I definitely would if I did. The really like odd thing is that by the end of the game, I never like my biggest problem was finding a fucking recycler. It wasn't, uh, I had all the shit I could possibly want, uh, and I could make anything I wanted. I just never found a fucking recycler. So I'd wind up on fuck all ammo again. Uh, that was like, that was, I was literally going back to my office at points. Yeah. Uh, just to use the fucking recycler. Um, which, yeah, like that, that to me wasn't like, that's the biggest issue that the game has. Uh, the combat is bad because of that resource management system. It's not bad in and of itself. It's just sort of middle of the road combat bullshit. It's like not a good shooter, but it's fine. It functions. It's yeah. Yeah. But uh, that, that, that kind of ties into the enemies as well is that they, they're like bullet sponges, right? They just take yeah, so yeah. much damage. So you're spending all your like, like four clips on just one enemy. And that's yep. why you kind of run out of ammo at one stage. And, and that's pretty much the point of the game where I, I was like chatting to you guys saying, are you running low on ammo? Like what's going on here? Um, and I, I, that's kind of when I switched it down to easy as well. Cause it's like, I, I just don't want to play a game where I'm running around with a wrench the entire time taking on three or four enemies at once. It's not fun. Um, but once I, I did turn it down to easy, um, you know, being a filthy casual, but the, the ammo did get a bit better from that stage onwards. Cause I wasn't, you know, cause, cause that's kind of the thing that they, the game does as well. It's not, it doesn't do anything too special with its difficulty in terms of how it plays. It's more or less just how much ammo you need to shoot at something. Um, yep. you know, they're just hit points basically for the difficulty. So yeah, one, once you kind of lower that, yeah, once you once you lower that, you, you start you know saving up on the ammo a bit more. So it it um it's no longer a survival horror game at a certain point. Well, something that I still can't wrap my head around is so pre-release I played on easy and I put all my points into like the human side of things and struggled, and then I finished the game. This was after release and started a new game. And yep. didn't put any points to either side. So, like, there's... Yeah, I'm about achievements. There's one at the end where you finish the entire game without, you know, putting any points into either side. And then you get achievements for Holy Human or Holy uh, Alien. Mm-hmm. And right. I made it all the way to the end and, like, quick saved. And then I cheated and spent all my points to get, you know, those three endings. And sure. that means, you know, like, you couldn't upgrade your weapons past a certain point. You couldn't, you know, get all these... Um, toughness skills or so you know you had, I had little health and crappy guns and it seemed easier but not you know not easier in i've played this game before i know what i'm doing but just easier in the enemies didn't seem like bullet sponges it just seemed to go a lot better and i'm not sure if like some tweak came out with the the day one Balance, patch or yeah. something or and i've tried to ask around to see if arcane will tell me anything about it and they haven't gotten back to me yet so i don't know if it's all in my head or if something actually changed yeah that's the thing right i think we all played it before release um yeah so <laughs> i don't know i know there was a patch that came out on day one or even on pc or, or did they have it built in there job i think they might have already had it in there yeah maybe i'm not sure i think the pc might have had day one already built in when we <laughs> when we downloaded it but um yeah it was definitely still difficult when we were playing it <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, like, the, the, I don't know, the thing of it was that, I guess, it, <laughs> I don't know, it, it just, 
was such a bad fucking way to do difficulty. I, I don't know. That that manner for it just drives me so fucking bonkers. So I, I just, yeah, I don't know. It was so ignorable, that entire system. I don't know. This sounds like a huge bummer. Like, we hated this game. <laughs> well, I, I did. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So let's go back to the the start of the game, I guess. Um, okay. I think the, uh, like, when it kind of introduces you to the world and, and sets you off in this, like, main hub area is... Um, is is for me like the best parts of the game um where you're kind of in- investigating that first lobby area and going you know you kind of your own way and looking looking at all the environments and doing a lot of the backtracking um that stuff is really cool i, I think as the game sort of progresses is where it begins to fall apart in some some areas um and that's kind of I don't know, my biggest issues with the game that, that I felt. Uh, I know that, Job, you actually really liked it quite a bit. Um, yep. <laughs> with, like, which points of the game was it for you that that um, really grabbed you the most, though? All right, so, yeah, the start. I mean, we talk about the start, right? The the twist at the start that it turns out that you're, you know, inside this simulation mm-hmm. uh, and... Yeah, like that, that was spectacular. So they do that reveal so beautifully, but there's so much in that reveal that sort of like loops back in later on. Like when you, when you return to that area much later in the game and there's all this sort of shit that sort of makes a little bit more sense. Like things that make things that you sort of look at now and you're like, holy fuck. Like, this the extent of this is bananas and like the, the i guess like the looking glasses themselves the big screens that mm-hmm. show whatever like different things and the way that they work like no like you can smash a hole in in a fucking window and i don't it's such a mind fuck for me because i so quickly i always very quickly like immerse myself in a in a game world and so there was like there was no difference it was basically if i put a hole in a window i was like i was smashing the world basically and then i'd be able to jump through into this different area and i think they do that so beautifully and that sort of attention to detail is like all the way through it. I don't know. Well, you would have had to, I imagine, but all the way up to the end when you go into the um, the garden area. So uh, the Ar- arboretum, uh, arboreum, rather, on top of uh, basically, I guess, on top of Talos One. Um, I'm going to say it's the top because you have to go all the way up the fucking elevator, but it's in space, so there's not really a top mm-hmm. um but yeah all the way up the top uh when you get out of the elevator and you look on either side there's these waterfalls that sort of just sprinkle down and i it didn't even fucking occur to me but those are looking glasses they're fucking they're just projections and you can smash through them and go through and there's stuff to loot behind them and shit yeah that that was I don't know. I think that was it for me. That moment when I worked out that you could go through those fucking 
through that bit. And it was such a, like, there was no reason to have it except the only reason to have it is because architecturally they needed to build the fucking infrastructure for an elevator. Mm-hmm. And they needed that to exist inside the arbor- like ar- arboreum. Uh, am I, is that the word? It's arboretum. Arboretum? The, the place with the, the plants and the flowers. Done. Plant place. Yeah. Plant yeah. place. Plant place. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you go to the plant place, they needed the fucking infrastructure, architecturally speaking, to like support an elevator up there. And so they created all this area that, that you can't see that they've hidden with a looking glass that like functionally you might never actually go to uh, like in the game, but they've put stuff in it anyway and you can go look there and all this kind of shit. And the only reason I ever fucking found out that there was stuff behind it is because I accidentally smashed it while I was trying to find fight the fucking nightmare. I, I smashed one of the, the things and I'm like, like that it was actual glass shattering moment. Um, and yeah, that was it. Like that, that was it for me. I'm like, I love this game. They've thought of fucking everything. I'm, I'm in like fucking, they're amazing. So, yeah. And- and the more you immerse yourself at the, you know, there's there's so many identity plays throughout the game, you know, like it's it's as simple as do you splice or splice, you know what I mean? Do you, you know, embrace, you know, human qualities or do you start playing with, you know, abilities that the aliens have? How does that affect you? Um, like, do you trust yourself? Do you believe, you know, the self from an hour ago or, you know, as your brother telling the truth like who do you trust can you trust yourself are you a good person inherently or are you a horrible person that you know you're you're trying to change now with, with a lack of memory and there's all these mm-hmm. places that you can take that yeah and it's it's super interesting and it just helps to immerse yourself even more and just really get into it yeah absolutely yeah it's it's a uh, yeah i don't know wonderful game hmm. luke why do you hate it <laughs> what's wrong with you I don't hate it. I just, it's got a lot of problems, <laughs> I think. Um, I, I really like the layout of the space station. It actually feels like they've thought about how would you, how you do certain things, like how would things work? And you kind of, um, you, you sort of track your way through all these environments and uh, you do get to see how, like, hey, this is where, this is how the, the entire space station is powered or, um, you, you see like the intricacies of, of, um, not just the areas, but how everything kind of runs. You, you get to like the power station and there's like eels in there and they talk a bit about that. Like there's all this backstory. So they haven't just thought about like, well, what's a cool kind of gimmicky thing that we can do, but that actually you get to see how things work. And I think that's really well done. Um, kind of the, you know, going into the, the, uh, um, like how everything is put together and, and all, all that sort of stuff is really cool. Like the guts area, this giant tunnel that spans, like, I don't know, the entire side of the space station. It gets you, um, yeah, it kind of puts you in this world and makes you realize how well they've thought about certain things, um, which is really cool. And, and a lot of the places actually don't feel the same. Like they're all different. You talked about how the, the garden is there and, and um, you can go to like the crew quarters and the uh, there were some areas in the game that I didn't even get to until quite late on because um, it's just so huge and there's just all this this area that you have to cover 
Um, I think the world building stuff is done really well. It's just for me the the bits that fall apart are the stuff like the combat, the um, the end, the story. I don't think pays off as well as what it could have. Ninety five percent of the story I think is really awesome. It's just the the letdown for me is the ending sort of stuff, which we'll, yep. we'll get to a bit later yeah. on. Um, sure. But yeah, I think everything else they do is is really it's awesome. It's it's really good. It's just tiny bits and pieces that kind of that kind of make the game for me fall apart along with the bugs and stuff like that um which were, were things that uh sort of played into it quite yeah but we don't for me like i don't know except for the game breaking shit let's not dwell on the bugs let's go back to this eels thing yeah yeah did they explain what the deal with all the eel shit was because i mean, must have missed it i thought i saw everything but it's kind of like whale blubber and dishonored, or am I oversimplifying that? How do you mean? Think. Well, they get like power from them. They're like, are they like electric eels, and they like harness that somehow? I was kind of fuzzy on the concept, but it was it's something like that, isn't it? Yeah, I I, I kind of drew the same conclusion as that they were using the eels to to power certain or to power the actual station. Right, weren't there giant tanks in that area? The um, yeah, uh, in the um, oh, and like if you do a side quest, you find someone connected to. I don't like. I don't want to spoil stuff, even though we're talking about spoilers. But there's like no, a body somewhere. Well, you can. There's like a body in one of the tanks, and it was right. like basically meant as a punishment. I think it was really weird. I, that wasn't quite. I I was going through it so quite quick. I was just smashing the A button when I should have been reading more of the. Uh, I see in world text, but <laughs> sure. It seems like either someone fell in by accident or someone kind of pushed him because he was a creep, essentially. So, like, there's one side quest where you have to go into the bottom area of that area, figure out how to open the tank, and all these eels fall out, plus the body of this dude. Okay. It's quite quite cool, actually. I must have missed it. That's a bummer. Um, That's cool, though. Like, I don't know. It's like that's just that just reinforces what I was talking about. Yeah, well, all, and everything's all, put in there for a reason. There's all these little like bits and bobs, and it's not like nothing's by accident. Everything ties together, and sometimes you have to figure out why and how. But that's part of what makes it really fun to just go and explore. Yeah, there's this um, there's the like Nerf gun, the Hunter Bolt Caster, Bolt Caster, yes, something like that. Yeah. The Nerf gun. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you guys, like, if you've followed the entire, th- like, thing. They had, they had in-depth, like, full-blown details about how they were, like, first starting to build and then refining the concept of the Nerf gun and uh, using the fabricators to create the Nerf gun mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. And, like, there, there are, like dozens of emails back and forth explaining like why they're making certain changes why they're doing certain things uh you know of adding a capacitive tip to the uh uh the darts so that you can like pull pranks on people by shooting their uh screen and opening emails while they're they're doing or sending emails for them i think it was Mm -hmm. and shit like that and it just like the that that was spectacular that that sort of shit where you're there's no reason right 
there's no reason, but they went in all the way in to detail that shit. And I think that's, yeah, fucking awesome. Oh, and e- equally as, as interesting as that, like, station-wide, well, it's not Dungeons & Dragons, but yeah, it pretty yeah. much is Dungeons & Dragons. It's, you know, oh, call me this now. And, and that those emails were fun to go and find and kind of get everybody's take on it. Did that kind of pay yeah. off in any way, the, um, the character sheets? Because I, I know I found quite a lot of them, but... Was I that, can was that find from achievement, one. Steve? Yeah, I was missing one as well. Right. Assumedly they would, or it's just a feel-good bit of XP, but either way. There was half a storyline attached to it anyway with the crazy guy, uh, the psychopath who got loose, who's oh. the chef. So he was... He was actually peripherally attached to the Dungeons and Dragons uh, story because you learn like the the reason like he kills someone and a chick uh, comes to the like the gym window I think it was uh, the pool window uh, and she bangs on the window and she tells you that you have to go kill him because he killed her girlfriend and so you but the only reason like you sort of have no real measure of like that relationship unless you dig pretty deep into the the dungeons and dragons storyline where you find out that they sort of came together thanks to dungeons and dragons and all that kind of shit and you know they went through good times bad times and all that kind of stuff and it's like actually a really lovely like story storyline that they like is not even part of the dungeons and dragons thing but is also sort of actually directly connected to the Dungeons and Dragons game, which is awesome. It's fucking cool. Um, yeah. I was, I was going to say that that is probably my favorite quest as well in the game, <laughs> but also yeah. another point of the game where I'm like, oh man, such a bummer. Um, like the, the cooks, uh, when you first meet him and, and you know, he gets you to go do this quest and then it's t- kind of tricks you. Um, I think that's really well done. I didn't even realize that that was, for me, like a, it was more of a side thing. It was a side quest, right? That one. Yeah. 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 I think it's one of the best quests in the game, but unfortunately, I think the way that it kind of wraps up and ends for me wasn't very good. And I don't know whether it was a bug, but it gets to the point where it's like, it talks about that he's taken on the identity of somebody else. Um, and the game uses these, uh, these, uh, like bracelets to identify people and you can track them. And yep. how did like how did you guys manage to find him? Because I stumbled across him at one stage. Oh, you just okay. Well I found him by going into the data center thing. Yeah. And yeah. tracking him that way. But what name did you so look under? You don't, you don't, don't recall in the moment, but because uh, it was weeks ago. But yeah, like I had the details. Like the details were all there. Uh, but I don't think you like immediately had the details. I think I had to go digging for them. Because uh, I think when I first got there, I must have tried like, I don't know, three or four different things and failed. And I'm like, uh, I don't have the details yet. It'll, it'll be fine. I'll, I'll just fuck off and do something else. And I came back later and uh, I had what I needed. And yeah. Track just, him down. I just realized I've got it written down somewhere. Let me try and find it. Uh, his name was Luca, right? Maybe. I don't know. Luca yeah, Dorkin. that sounds right. Yeah. That does sound right. What happened to me was I I, um, I did the same thing. I, I think I found his name in an email or something like that. And it, the mission quest is basically telling me to go to this specific terminal 
and searched for him. And then when I went to that terminal, his name wasn't actually in there. Um, cause I think oh. he was going under the identity of, was it Will? Yeah. Yeah. Will. Yeah. Will. But I- I'd found an email or something at some stage saying that, no, he's actually, his real name is Luke or something. So I tried searching for both of those names in the terminal and it wasn't coming up at all. And that was the point for me where it really broke down the, the that actual mission because I thought it was so well done. And then I just got to a point where I was like, it's something like something's not right here. It's not working or it's bugged out or something. Um, so I actually ended up just stumbling across him at the very end of the game because uh, I just had to go to that area. I, I, like, I was in that area for that specific reason. And I opened up the pod and he was just sitting there. I was like, oh, this is where the motherfucker's been the whole game. Um, so for me, that was really disappointing because I must have spent an hour trying to figure out how to do this specific quest and just didn't get anywhere. So for me, that was a, a bit of a letdown as well. Um, cause I thought it was like this extra thing of like, oh, it doesn't actually give you the information of where, um, like it doesn't detail what you're supposed to be looking for. It was just kind of an email that I found. I thought, oh, this is how I get to him. I got to find yeah. his real name and plug that in. And that's how I, I figure out where he is, but I'd go through the list and he wasn't in there at all. And I thought, oh, that's a bit strange. Let's try his other name. I, and yeah, it wouldn't I show up. So it was that strange. Entire area was a bit of a like letdown, to be honest. That entire like system was, it's probably the wonkiest system in the game. Like mm. it's yeah. mostly pointless, mostly pointless. And it doesn't like prop up anything else except for, a, I think, like a main quest. And like, properly prop it up i like you know obviously like if it had been implemented correctly or properly then it would have been something that you could use to like find fucking anyone at any time uh but yeah instead there were these bracelet things that i was like kept finding and carrying around for no real reason and it didn't really bring anything to the game it felt like it was half implemented Mm. um well the the new patch like and i didn't i kept all those too because i didn't know what they were for and if they were important and the new patch is just like yeah you can uh you can put those bracelets in the junk now uh when you go to the recycler and hit put all junk in it's like oh okay so they were actually just useless okay just cool. trash yeah yeah so that was that was annoying as well i wound up dumping them on the floor in my office i had a little pile of things that i wasn't sure i had any use for <laughs> but i couldn't bear to throw away so i just yeah yeah, because there's no there's no storage locker in the game. Ooh, no, there, there yeah. is that you get your DLC um, sure. pre-order items out of, which for, for me was... Uh, I didn't actually get that stuff um, until after launch, which was a bit annoying because by that stage, I'd already leveled up all, all my weapons. So they give me this awesome looking shotgun and I was like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> this is yeah. no good to me. So I just chucked it in the recycler straight away. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, storage locker or something to to put things into would have been, I, I guess, a little bit handy because the stuff that I didn't know what to do with, at least I could have put it somewhere um, and not have to carry around like four or five bracelets that I wasn't sure if I'd need at the end of the game or or what I'd be doing with them. So, yeah. I, I, uh, so so many of the quest lines, were, they, they made so much sense and they were set up so beautifully. And then you kind of run into one of those ones like you were describing, Luke, where it's, it's something's you're sure you're doing the right thing or you're using the right logic hmm. because you've been doing it all game and it's something just doesn't quite work or you get to a quest and you look at the quest line and you know, the marker is just taking you to some weird place that doesn't make sense. And 
that only happened a couple times to me, but those were the annoying quests. Like, there's one where I'm supposed to find a body outside the space station, but the marker doesn't show up, so it's like, Good luck. have fun, you know, floating around in 360 degrees and, you know, the vastness of space to find this guy. It's like, <laughs> okay. And that's yeah. one of the, um, the issues that Nate had with the game, was that his... Uh, at the end, you have to find uh, like a lute- is it lieutenant or something, one of the robots. It's yeah, yeah. the yeah. operator that comes with the security guy. Yeah, yep. for him, it spawned outside in space, so <laughs> he didn't actually know where it was. He spent so long trying to find his fucking robot. Um, I spent quite a bit of time trying to direct him to where to go for that fucking robot as well. Because I, it had spawned outside for me as well, but I had a fucking marker and an icon for it. So I was at, like, at least I had that. But he yeah. didn't have it. So I was trying to, like, direct him uh, from afar, like, fucking tele-fucking-direct him to where he needed to go. And then, like, after he got there, because it was, like, inside this little fucking, you could, like, blink and miss it. it like, with the marker, it still took me a fucking good amount of time to work out how the fuck to get to it. Um, and then when he got there, uh, yeah, it turns out there's six different locations outside the oh, fucking God. space station where it can <laughs> spawn. <laughs> even on my second playthrough, even on the inside, it was uh, like the second or third area. I can't remember where. I think the one where you first have to start scanning the, the, uh, the aliens to start collecting data, whatever that area is. And that's yep. where he spawned on my second time. And the objective right. marker was so far outside the map. I'm like, I don't, I can't figure out how to get to where this place is. And it turns out it was like down one of the sides in a basement that I'd never ever, like never ever been to. And <laughs> you had to break a wall open to get to him. Like, oh, okay, that took me far too long for what I was supposed to be doing there. But like, it's not bad, I guess. Like I I'd say I like exploration, then I get frustrated when I can't just go directly to a blue arrow on my screen but <laughs> yep can't have it both ways i guess yeah that's it um just to wind back to the the cook mm-hmm. um that was the only time they did like booby traps as well right uh i think yes. so because it was the idea was it was him doing them right yeah but holy shit what a, what a, oh my God, that was <laughs> such a fucking, the first time it happened, oh, oh my God, I was fucked. I had no, no hope at all. And then I'd like get lulled into a false sense of security again. Uh, I'd forget sort of about the, um, the booby traps. And then suddenly it'd be like, bloop, beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, oh, you fuck <laughs> quick load. Back to like two minutes ago, I go because fuck, um, yeah, exploded. I was I was saved coming my fucking balls off in that game. I was saving constantly. Uh, a little bit of that was bugs, but mostly it was because, uh, yeah, if I if I wasn't every fucking yeah every battle was a fucking knockdown drag out, so it was it was tough. What? And with resource management too, like you you clear a room out and you're like, yeah, I could have done that way better, and I need yep. I need those bullets, so I'm, let me just try this again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, yep. How did you guys find the uh, the enemy types? Like, I, I think for me, 
the first time that I ran into, uh, was the, I think the, the ghosts, the poltergeists. Um, I am. That was actually a really cool moment because it, it was in the area where the lights, the, the, the lights are actually off. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, shit's, shit's about to go down in here for sure. Like, you know, something's got to go on. And, and I didn't actually know there was a flashlight at that stage either. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was running around without any lights on and, uh, and it freaked the fuck out of me the first time that, that they actually popped up. But they're, they're like it's such a, a bit of a letdown as well because they don't actually, I don't think they can damage you, can they? Because I never got damaged by them at all. They kind of just throw shit around the room, right? They or can they, actually they throw you shit at you and throwing shit at you can hurt you. And that's about it. And it doesn't really hurt you all that much. So, yeah, they weren't actually that dangerous. They were more freak, freaking you out, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I liked the enemies because they made sense. Like, I don't... Like, the, the mimics are kind of the starting point, And if the mimics do something to a human body, it turns into this and... Like, the poltergeists were cool, but I didn't quite get how they worked in the world. And the same thing goes for the nightmare, which I thought was really cool, but I didn't understand what it was and what the payoff was. And yeah. short of eliminating it, which was kind of cool if you did that side quest with the, the satellite, I wanted to know more about it. And just, mm. it was kind of just like, don't worry about it, just be scared by it, which was kind of a <laughs> letdown. Yeah. Well, the first time that I ran into the nightmare was in the lobby. Uh, oh okay it was just standing there and I was like what the fuck is that <laughs> like I, it was at the point in the game where I was just kind of like doing one of those backtrack moments and you know I'm being oh, yeah. a dickhead jumping around and whatnot and then I've been like what the fuck is this thing <laughs> just kind of standing there um, which was a perfect point for me for that um, thing to show up because you've got a lot of elevation in that area and you can sort of uh, I guess kite it around which was really helpful for me anyway. Um, but the, the first time you kind of take that out, just like, oh, okay. It gives you a, like a, um, objective marker, but yep. it, it does that like four or five different times or during the game where it's like, you've got so much time to kind of kill this thing. But for me, it wasn't really a, a um, a difficult opponent or it, it kind of just had this thing where you pretty much kited around every time you fought it. So, I don't know. I just they they were more of a nuisance to me than anything else. It wasn't like a anything that was scary or um, nothing like that. I don't know. It was just for, for me the pinnacle of the enemies was the the uh, mimics. I think. Yeah. 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 The uh, yeah the enemies were. I, I guess we talked about it already, right? Like. I don't know. They started off as this really strong element of the game for me, and then they just quickly... I don't know. They didn't have good ideas, I guess, about what to, where to go. Like, they had this really fucking awesome idea of where to start, and the phantasms are these terrifying sort of humanoid-type deals, and then, yeah, everything beyond that is just sort of... Uh, I don't know, like a fucking loose end, I guess. They're just like, uh, make it bigger, I guess. Fuck it. Yeah, give it a grater <laughs> at the front for some reason. Yeah. Um, this one shoots electricity at you. And that was the, the, the annoying thing as well of like the resource management is that they start throwing enemies at you where if you don't have any ammo, they're pretty hard to deal with because you can't get up mm. close with them. Um, so really at that stage, the only opportunity is to 
you know, if you've uh, put points into which something you were doing was throwing fridges at them and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like legit. That was what I was doing for, for a lot of the game. Was I just I upgraded my strength to level three, and uh, so I could lift up really heavy objects and heavy objects do like a hundred plus damage when you hit them. Okay, with one. And so, yeah, more effective than any fucking shotgun. Uh, so I just sort of like kite them around these giant areas, pinging them with fucking fridges or whatever the fuck bookshelves. Uh, yeah, nonstop, just fucking smashing them until yeah, I'd have to like loop. I'd have to do a loop so I could get back to the fucking fridges that I'd already used and shit. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I'd run out of stuff to throw very quickly. Um, I will wholly admit to just exploiting the recycler of the second playthrough and just all I carried with me <laughs> was recycling grenades. And I, I threw those like they were going out of style. It was so much fun just watching <laughs> things get sucked up and spat back out. That is a really cool technique, like uh, like uh, special effect, the recycler. The, yeah, that shit's awesome. I love that thing. Uh, I barely had any of them, though. I remember throwing one once when I thought I was throwing something else. And uh, I, I was danger close on it. It was scary. <laughs> I had to reload. That was rough. Uh, yeah. No, that, that item in particular is fucking awesome. Actually, a lot of the items are pretty cool. But, yeah. Except for, the, yeah. I don't know. Just weird to have only a pistol and a shotgun, I reckon. As your mm. guns. Weird place the Q beam thing was kind of good if you used it against the right enemy, but you had to sit there and hit them for so long continuously for anything to actually happen. So the what? Cool. The Q beam weapon. Oh right. Like it I, was like oh. it was weird. I, I didn't actually use it that often just because it was too hard to actually use. The job did. I didn't find it. it. <laughs> oh, until I was seventy-five percent of the way through the game, maybe fucking further maybe like 80 percent of the way through the game i didn't have the q beam i kept getting all this ammo for it. i'm like i have no idea what the fuck this is for <laughs> uh, i can create the ammo for it i still don't know why uh i had to ask luke and nate where the fuck they got it from uh so when i got like when i finally got it i had like 800 ammo for it i'm like i have been like Throwing fucking fridges at things this entire fucking <laughs> game, and I could have been lasering shit. I don't, I also, like, yeah, you guys, you both talked about how it was shit. That that gun was amazing. Oh, it, it felt like cheat codes. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, things just exploded. I'm like, this is this is the best shit ever. What what, what are they talking about? Yeah, they were like, oh, don't bother. Don't bother. You don't worry about it, Joe. But I'm like, no, I got to I got to at least get all the guns. I'm trying to review the game. I'm like, oh, it's not that good though. And then I fucking I get the thing, and then I turn around, and there's one of those giant telepath dealios, and I zap it for four seconds, and it explodes into bits. And I'm like, this gun is the fucking best. What are they talking about? <laughs> Was that oh. the one outside, outside the space station on the body? Yeah. 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 Oh, I made a YouTube video after I found it, and I'm like, it, in the video, it's clearly like, I found this, it's right here, you know, sorry, it's not in the video, I didn't think enough to capture it, but it's, you know, trust me, it's right here. Hmm. And just a constant barrage from idiots saying, oh, you didn't even find the gun, there's nothing there, mate. It's like, oh, okay, you're <laughs> welcome, never mind. The well, things I do for people, they don't care. They don't. They hate you. I hated that gun, oh. though. I, I eventually recycled all my Q-beams, just because... Wow. 
They were they were just a waste in my inventory. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not a pro star like you, Job. I guess I couldn't. Oh, couldn't that's be it. Yeah. <laughs> all, that, all that lightning gun time I'd spent in Quake. Um. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. Hmm. Uh, how did how did you play the game, Steve? In terms of the first playthrough for your Neuromod stuff, did you go more alien or was it? I side? didn't go alien at all. Yeah. When they're when they're kind of talking to you and saying, "Oh, you know, it probably comes at the cost of your humanity," I'm like, "Yeah, I'm taking that as a point to uh to do the right thing, and, right. and be a good boy." Yeah. Um, which I kind of like. You know, you're seeing enough horrible shit go down, and you get an idea pretty quickly. It's because you know we're scientists and we're going against nature, basically. So I thought I'd uh, we we tempted that enough, and I should probably try to correct my mistakes. I was pretty happy with that ending, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, we won't talk. Don't. don't yeah, don't. we won't get to the ending yet. But not yet. But uh, yeah, I uh, I also I only did two um, two mods, uh, like two alien mods. I did the one that allowed me to turn into a cop. Because <laughs> of course I did. Yeah. And then I spent three minutes turning into a toilet uh, roll, a toilet roll, toilet paper roll. And jumping into the toilet because I thought that was pretty good, uh, and uh, so that was worth it. And uh, I don't remember what the other one I got was. I think it was um, it was the ability to remote hack shit, and I only did that because uh, right at the end or near the end, when all those fucking laser robots show up, uh, I'm like, well. This would be a lot easier if I could remote hack these motherfuckers, and it was. It was a lot easier when I could remote hack those motherfuckers. Yeah, actually, those enemies sucked. I hated them. I forgot how much I hated those things until you brought it up, and then I just yeah. like my face just turned sour. I forgot <laughs> about those. Well, the worst part is that there's like a fabricator that kind of keeps fucking making them as well. <laughs> like, yeah. So you get rid of them, or you turn. You, I, I was basically just hacking them. Uh, yep. making them on my side but they would just keep showing up I'm like man just fuck off I'm just trying to get through this area and you guys keep popping up all over the place yeah kind of late yeah I, I was I was hacking them non-stop as well and just letting them fight it out um yeah so they yeah they were respawning constantly which was a bit of a pain uh so it just sort of turned like I don't know just really changed the pace for me I didn't actually hate them as enemies I just hated the uh tediousness of running up and hacking like two of them and then pinging off i just because that was there was no like there's nothing involved for me in that i just sort of do it and it's done and that's about it um like and then i go about my business and it just yeah it's like when i tried to fight them i that that actually wasn't too bad i didn't actually hate fighting them um they're okay to fight because they were sort of lethal and a bit more interesting than the mimics that I've been fighting the entire game. But yeah, just by comparison, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like the rote method that I determined to shut them down. You know, that's, that was my main problem with them, hacking them. and the hacking games. Yeah. Not very good. It's just tedious. Yeah. And like the, uh, the actual game itself is it keeps throwing the same ones at you all the time i don't think yeah. i ever failed one of those 
right. Yeah, I failed them, but yeah. Yeah, but you're not very good games. Um, did did anybody do the the treasure hunt um, quest? Like, yes, no, that was fun. I did not. Tell us more. How did that kind of work? Because I think I found three of the maps. I think it was like there's like smuggler caches in like fire alarms, and you had to tap them and find them. And again, it gave you, they gave you clues where they would be in each area. Um, and if you tap them or hit them twice with your wrench, they open up and give you different bits and bobs. Oh. I remember getting a, um, a voice thing, uh, like a, you know one of those voice things. Fuck, I'm blanking. Listeners, I am very hungover. I need you to know this, okay? Um, fuck, audio log. I remember getting a fucking audio log from a dude, and he was, like, full-blown confessing. He's like, uh, listen, Mr. Yu, I, like, I'm so sorry. I, I have to come clean about this. Um, but... We've, we've been smuggling shit and I can't can't go on any longer. Um, there are still caches hidden all around the place. Tap the alarms and you'll find them. And like, yeah. And I, like after, after I did that, I found like all these other details, all these other emails sort of detailing uh, like more about how that was all going down. And that was pretty interesting as well. I thought that was pretty cool. The like in-depth shit about how they were, I guess, uh, stealing from the company and selling it and all this kind of stuff. And uh, it implied that uh, that's how the Mimics got to Earth to oh. jump ahead to the end. But that's how, yeah, that's how they they, got, they were smuggled off off world by you, like by those smuggling idiots. That's all. Well, uh, that's the conclusion I came to anyway. Um, that's how they took over Earth. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I really like those um, those types of side missions that kind of did something a little bit different, like the treasure hunt, um, the treasure hunt one, and kind of the direction that the the quest was going. Uh, one of the other ones I really enjoyed was the um, Doctor Lorenzo's office. You're watching his like his video, and uh, it showed it shows you that he's got like a hidden case sort of off to the side and yeah. it's it's one of those things where you know the the video message kind of ends but if you keep watching it you see this other bit play out and for, for me in particular i didn't realize that that screen was like a circle screen so i was sitting there watching this video on one panel and trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck he was doing on the other side of the thing by like uh-huh. sort of angling myself across and it wasn't until the very end that I, I moved around and was like oh there's a second screen here so I actually had to watch uh-huh. the video twice because I didn't realize I was yeah. another screen <laughs> but um, yeah I was I was at that point as well I was trying to figure out how much um, weight I needed to put on this this thing as well because it, it there's an email that you find that's like oh you know the cups need to be this specific way and i'm like fuck how do i weigh things now what am i like what am i looking for so i was like getting stuff out of the my inventory trying to figure out like how much does all this shit weigh um i think i asked joe <laughs> at one stage where, like what i need to put on there because i knew that there was a thermostat that he put on there but i couldn't find this fucking thermostat it was in the corner i think at one <laughs> yeah. stage but i was just basically trying to get things out of my inventory or sort of put them on, uh, put them 
on the actual the weight device and i don't know it was just really annoying <laughs> for me at that point but i think those kind of the, the those objectives that kind of give you a little bit more thinking to do uh, yeah are, are really cool yeah absolutely and yeah it's that's something that the game did really well uh those sort of like that lateral sort of thinking type shit i thought anyway yeah. uh and it was sort of yeah that's i think that's why things like the robot the laser robot my solution to it that's why it bummed me out because uh, i guess it just sort of reinforced how ultimately dull combat was in comparison to everything else that the game had going on you know you you just once you worked out one thing that was highly efficient and efficient like efficient combat has never been more important than in prey where you like where fucking resources are at such a fucking premium and so yeah one of those situations where once you find out something that is highly efficient you just fucking stick to it because it is the best best way to manage your fucking shitty resources and best way to go about doing like you know the fucking those uh the like alien things that would spawn little bombs like the Uh, nests the um harvesting now cystoids yeah so you plink one i'd plink one with my pistol i'd plink it and then I just throw shit at the bombs that spawned out, and that was like so I could get through. I got through the guts, and there were about I don't know, fucking fifteen There's of those cystoid yeah nests, and then even more of those other things. Uh, I got through it, firing fifteen pistol rounds, and just like throwing shit for the like at the little bomb things that spawned out of them and that was that was hyper efficient that was a super efficient to get way to get through it uh, but it's it's fucking dull i didn't want to go back to the guts after i'd finished it because i'm like oh god i'll have to do that again yeah because uh, it's enemy yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um and that's like that's such a stark contrast to other shit in the game where you're like Oh, okay. So, well, I guess I have to think about this in a, you know, significantly different way. I have to like, oh, if I want to get over to, I got to the, the escape pod. Um, there's the, uh, escape pod up the top. Uh, your brother's escape pod. Mm-hmm. Alex's, uh, escape pod is all the way up the top and, and you, there's a third ending in it. I'm sure you guys got that ending i totally got that achievement of course you did and uh <laughs> yeah like i got there well early before i could like do the before i could get the path to extend way before i could get the path to extend because i used the glue cannon to sort of make a bridge across and shit like that like that's that is the that's what I, that's the prey i love you know that's the prey that i was in love with and uh, it just, yeah, I guess that's why I didn't like the laser robots. It just reminded me of the part that I wasn't crazy about. Uh, pardon me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Punctuation. To punctuate that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Yeah, the bits where you, you just way thinking way outside the box are fucking so good in that game. And it's because they treat everything like uh, like everything has to have 
some reason for existing. And so you're able to use personal real world experience to sort to laterally think. You don't have to laterally think around the rule set of the game itself. You just have to laterally think around like the function of the world. And most like 90% of it actually matches up with how it would work in the real world, which yeah, that's, that's magical. It's magic. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite moments in the game is the looking glass. Um, Job, I, I don't think you found that area until we, Nate and I told you to go there. Uh, is that the one in the tree place? Um, no, I don't think so. It's or the like one- the downstairs basement thing. Yeah, I think it's downstairs in the basement. It's, That's it's, the thing that I couldn't find the uh, security guy in. But yeah, that that room was cool. It was very. It was like looking glass central like, or something. You never went there, all right? Because we we were like, oh, I, this is definitely you a place you need to go to. Yeah, you told me to go there, and I thought I found it because there was a big thing, big sign in the arboretum that says "fucking looking glass," and I went over there, and I apparently find a little indiscriminate. Lee and uh, like already fucking smashed the thing while I was while I was trying to shoot a mimic from like well out of visual range. I was just like fucking pow 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 pow, and I walk over and there's this big fucking cracked looking glass. I'm like, well, yep, I'm sure that would have been cool, guys, but I've already fucked that. So and I have no idea when. Uh, it must have been hours ago. So I'm not fucking. I'm not going back to see it. So yeah, game over. <laughs> yeah, never mind that. That's the bit where it's like, hey, follow the green dot. <sighs> on the screen Shit. and uh you you follow it like three times and you press the button and then a phantom appears right in front of you on the screen <laughs> it's like a uh, good jump scare so that's why we're telling you to go there damn it it's <laughs> annoying down. that some of those looking glass controls have like a repair option and then some don't ah <laughs> uh, yeah yep that's true but uh oh i didn't know oh well repair themselves uh, you have to repair the one in your brother's the, office because you need to, like, down the track. If you break it the first time, you have to go back in and watch, like, another video. So, a couple have that. Kind of, like, I think your office does, too, actually. Both of you. Yeah, you can, re- yeah. you can repair the one in your office. Yeah. Um, which is important because, like, it's for story reasons. I think that's why, yeah, they've got repairs on the ones that are st- for story reasons. But, uh do you know you can actually get in to your office through that looking glass? Really? At the start, yeah. That's like that's the third option for you. So there are three ways to get into your office. You can use the um, the classic uh, system shock code zero four five one on the keypad, which is the uh, first code for a door in basically. Or like every immersive, I think it's I think it's a rule. It has to be, but it's the first code for a door in Deus Ex. It's the first code for a door in the later Deus Exes, uh, and it's the first code for well this door uh, in in uh, Prey, which is fantastic. I love it. Uh, you can make a little bridge using uh, glue to smash through the window and uh, just climb through the window, which is. Uh, pretty good because uh, i don't know if you guys did this but uh later on uh i exclusively left my office via the window by jumping straight the fuck out and uh <laughs> just 
tapping the jetpacks before I crated. Uh, or, yeah, you can climb in through the... You go through the fucking IT area, uh, and you climb up on the servers, and you climb up into a maintenance hatch yep. that runs through, and you can smash through into the uh, looking glass, and you burst out into your fucking... Into your room, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it's, did find that, but it, I didn't smash it, because it felt wrong. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Well, you can repair it, so... Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I, like that's another one of the the awesome things that they have in that that you know game. I guess. Should we talk about the ending? Do we feel like we're up to that yet? Uh, I reckon. Well, or or not. Were there any other moments that you enjoyed, Steve, or like particular areas? Uh, or? Like all of them. I I think they all had a quirk or something cool about them. So. I'm kind of struggling to think of any more, but like, like we've kind of been saying, there's there's no area, there's nothing that hasn't been designed with a specific purpose. So yeah. it might not be apparent straight away, but that's kind of that's where the fun comes in, trying to figure out why something is there, or why this has been set up like this, or why that door is locked and how to get past it to see what's you know inside that kind of thing. So oh, I know one that I'd forgotten about. Um... Walton Goggins. Oh, yeah. So when you go into Psychotropics, I guess, uh, there's a guy in a glass cage. Mm-hmm. Did you guys let him out or what? Uh, I think I killed oh, him. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. letting him out basically kills him, doesn't it? No, wait. No, I'm thinking of the guy in the medical bay. Who's the guy? I'm drawing a blank on this one. He's like so a you go- glass c- container, right? Yeah, yeah, and so oh, the prisoner ones- guy. Yeah, prisoner guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, did you let him out? Uh, I did a whole bunch of stuff. I saved some scum so bad. I oh, let okay. him out. I let him out and then killed him. I killed him immediately. I think. What did I do? My canon answer is: I think I harvested him because I read the email about him and he sounded like a scuzz bucket. Yeah, I think they were lied to though. I think those were all lies. Because, yeah, because someone, so the daughter of, uh, you, you encountered the daughter of a prisoner, right? Later on. Yeah. Uh, so she establishes pretty, pretty firmly that everything that they said about her dad was a lie. And like, he was supposed to be like a human trafficking fucking nasty man. Uh, In my second playthrough, I let him live and he gets on the shuttle and like I can't remember what he said, obviously, but it's something like, "Oh, you know, maybe it is." After all, you've heard about me. You you decided to keep me alive, but I thought it was more like, "You know what I did, but you spared me, so thank you." Like, I, uh-huh. I can't honestly remember, but I thought it was more the latter, not the former. But I guess either way, it's kind of interesting, and it makes you it's that identity thing again. Like, who do you believe? Who do you trust? True. Uh, I didn't let the shuttle leave, so it seemed it seemed like a little moot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> saving saving so many people's lives throughout the game and then uh yeah i'm blowing up the station anyway so <laughs> whoosh rough but uh, at least you got to live a little longer on a nightmare filled fucking space station filled with fucking nasty aliens but you know every moment's a blessing right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so, so you, uh, you blow up the station then 
I did, yes. Right. Uh, you had to. I had to. I had to. Right? No, no yeah, I did too. You have With to. My- when my human guy who didn't splice at all, that seemed like the only logical conclusion. You know, like this. Of course. This this can't escape. It's like every sci-fi movie where they set the uh, the starship to explode. Yeah. For the betterment of human humankind. Yeah, I like to think that if I were in that situation, uh, I would, you know, save humanity instead of just saving myself. Yeah. But what was the reasoning behind the space not letting the space shuttle go then? There could have been a fucking the thing risk on it. of uh, contamination. Yeah, exactly. So you did the same thing as well, Steve. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. No, so I, 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 I went. I got on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking ridiculous, Luke. Ridiculous. Well, I did. You can't. You can't do that. Not. That doesn't matter. How the fuck would that count? Why would that matter? You're like any mug. If you bring a fucking mug with you back to Earth, that's it. Aliens win. Well, it doesn't matter you, because it wasn't real. Oh, well, my but God. it mattered. It <laughs> you was thought it was time. real? Exactly. Yeah. You didn't know it wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the way it kind of leads up to that ending is done pretty decently. Um, like they introduce the, the new character at the end. Of, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, Security dude, Bob. Security guy. Yeah, the like, uh, the the guts being recruited from your family. <laughs> Is it like your grandparents? Dahl? Or something? It's Dahl? Yeah. Dahl. Yeah. It's, it's dad. Um, he's dad. Yeah. Who does the voice of your dad again? He's the fucking, he's like the Chinese dude from shit. <laughs> oh, that guy. No, like for reals, he's in like heaps of stuff. Um, um he's like the, oh man. Oh, fuck. Benedict Wong is Alex Yu. Yeah, no, that's that's not him. That's uh, he's like in some other stuff. Uh, no, this dude's from like fuck. He's in James Hall. Uh, I don't remember his name. I just remember he is in like Malcolm in the Middle. He's gonna marry Malcolm's grandma, uh, but she, she's drugging him. Um, or Double uh, Three covered as Shen. That's who it is. No. Yep. No, I mean, like you guys, that doesn't make any connection to you guys. Not, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, um, I, can, I can fake it if you'd like. Oh, that yeah. guy. Oh, jeez. Oh, covered as Shen. Double Three, of course. Of course. Uh, I can't believe I didn't say this earlier. Um. Seen old trouble, a big trouble in little China, or are you just one of those go movies? Through his IMDb, are you? Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to. Is he? I don't, I'm not actually looking at his IMDb. I'm yeah, asking. It's, it's the same guy. Yes, that is him. Yeah, he's the fucking. He's the Chinese dude and shit. Okay, that's that's not racist. That is <laughs> what he does. <laughs> don't give me this shit. <laughs> no one said that word here, but you. You you were thinking it at home. <laughs> People at home were thinking it. Um, oh, for sure, but no one, no one here said it. Right. Well, well, I got it out of the way. Okay, it's not racist. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, why were we talking about him? So what? Yeah, oh, yeah, what about so he hires, he hires uh, the mercenary? I guess I don't know. Luke brought him up. Yes, yeah. he does. Yes. 
Yeah, he gets the mercenary yeah. to, to kind of wrap up the ending. I, I thought that part was done quite well. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was an interesting, like, little spin on how, like, how much control you actually wind up having over the... Like, you feel like... It's it's this game where, like, the entire time, control is just sort of stripped away from you or attempted to be stripped away from you. Each time, like, you know, you think you're in charge because, you know, you're you're fucking um, Morgan you and, like, then suddenly it turns out Alex is actually in charge and, like, you, you're in a simulation and he's still controlling shit from, like, his hidey hole and then it turns out that Alex isn't even in charge, that... Uh, that your dad's in charge or the, and it turns out the board's in charge of your dad and like this sort of layered fucking stripping of control they do a really good job of constantly revealing how removed you actually are from power while giving you shitloads of power I think it's really good <laughs> yeah yeah and the voice of uh, Morgan is uh, Tim Kang who is uh, fucking Cho in uh, The Mentalist he's the best character in The Mentalist I only uh, remember that because he is the best character in um, Mentalist, which is a uh, yeah, fantastic fucking TV show. I'm just saying, okay? Everyone should watch The Mentalist. Just don't watch, like, the last season because it's pointless. Okay. It's like the last season of Scrubs bad. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that how you rate things, is it? How bad it is compared to the last season of Scrubs? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I rate bad things. Yeah, basically, that's the bottom. Like, that is... We've hit rock bottom bottom last season of Scrubs. Yeah, or, like, the gas gas leak uh, season of Community. That sort of thing, you know? Even that's not as bad as the last season of Scrubs. Unbelievable. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, um, all right, so the the ending. Did you know Bland is in? Um, (laughs) I'm just looking, I'm reading my review. Uh, and I'm, I've got the details of the fucking voice actors. Did you know Bland is in it from Arrested Development? And I don't watch any of these shows you've talked about. Joe. You haven't watched Arrested <laughs> Development? No. I, what I are you talking about? What? Well, anyway, she's Egg. No, uh, that the pointless reference. Why am I doing this? Anyway, she's she's in Prey. Um, cool. She sings. She's the one singing at the end. Uh, the ending. Of Arrested Development or of uh, Prey? Uh, Prey. Scrubs. Okay. Good one. Scrubs, yeah. Luke hated it. I didn't like like the way it... um, You hated it. Just say it. You hated it. Yeah, I I didn't like it. That's right. On a scale of of like 10 down to the last season of Scrubs... I didn't watch it, uh, so I don't know. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I watched Scrubs. I didn't watch the last season. Right. Whatever. I, knew, I, I I had an idea before going in. Ah. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I think the the way that the story is told through the entire game is done really well. It's, it's the point of the game where you basically finish it and then it gives you two lines of dialogue and that's your ending. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. bad. Like, uh, I don't... I guess. What what did you want them to do? What would they have done? I don't know. Like a better, just do a better job of of wrapping things up and and 
giving some sort of explanation explanation or closure um i don't know there's just it doesn't really tell you much it's just like oh here's this short speech and then that's the end um it was just quite a big letdown for me i feel like they they did such a great job of building this world and and all these characters and then it just abruptly ends it feels like it was rushed (laughs) this like which bit man it's this weird thing that i had trouble with is that um raf colantonio said like i asked him you know you guys do multiple endings if we're talking about dishonored and then thinking about dishonored 2 you know like they don't all apply you pick the one that you think works best Mm -hmm. so which ending for prey have you chosen that's going to be canon if you make a sequel he said oh you know like i think they work so that they all could be considered the canon ending it's like well like the element where the aliens go to earth sure but after that then you just get this random like do you want to kill everybody or not kind of thing it's like oh okay so yeah it didn't have any weight to it i get i get what you're saying about that and i don't know why they added it it kind of would have been almost more impact. Like it would have had more impact if they worked in the actual fate of the world in the ending, and then just left it at that. And like, I don't know, like what? What are you? Are you a mimic? Are you a phantom that they've tamed? Like, are you just the broken shell of Morgan? Like that kind of stuff to me is more interesting than what they gave us. Yeah, fair enough. I guess we're at like uh, we're in a like Mass Effect three situation for me, really. In that I felt I didn't feel like that was the ending. Like that was, you know, obviously the ending, but it was like and it was an after credits stinger. Like it didn't really count. The ending for me was the actual the ending. Like fucking deciding whether or not, like, do you do? Right, like you do decide the fate of the world, but like to some extent, the stinger is just a—it's a stinger. Like Luke decided to ruin the world by letting people get off the fucking station, <laughs> and we decided to do the correct thing. Um, that, like that—that's my problem. Like that's why I don't agree. I, I thought the stinger was good, uh, but I didn't have like I, I think you guys put a lot more weight to like its impact than I did. And so I think that's why I'm okay, like more okay with it being a little bit, yeah, lazy, I guess. Like I I didn't really feel like it was lazy, but yeah, a little lazy, Um, a little like, I don't know, low effort compared to uh, other stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that (laughs) it needed to be there. Like it completely, I feel like it undoes everything that you've, you've gone through by, being like, oh no, just kidding! It was all a dream, type thing. Um, yeah, it just it just doesn't feel like I don't think it needed to even be there that part. And it sort of plays into the opening, but not quite. Like they probably could have found a way to tie it back to that loop a bit better, and ma- it made it and had it would have had more weight to it. I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah, saying okay. that, but. <laughs> All right, I got. I, I, I all problems, no solutions over here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I see. I but that's my problem, right? I can't think of how, and so I don't know that they could have. I guess I'm not saying they couldn't have. I just I don't know how. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, 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 this fucking... This argument that it undoes everything is just loony to me because you still had the experience, didn't you? And that's like that's the that's the point. You had the experience. Yeah, okay, fair so, enough. Like, so your argument basically seems like they should have just dropped that ending, that after credit stuff entirely. And I, I agree with that. I think it's a far better story, a far better ending, as it was. That whose was, argument is that? Pardon? Oh, like a good ending that? where you blow up the space station. You know, the only thing right. you should... Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying they should drop it, though. I'm not saying they should drop the stinger, though. Well, I, uh, I, I, yeah. I submit right. that they should drop that's it. What you guys, that's what you guys are saying. But I'm not... Yeah, I, I don't think... But I don't think it ruins it. I'm not saying it ruins it. I'm just saying it's it's far Luke better is. without. Luke is, though. Oh, Luke. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, I think... Oh, yeah. I, I think it's... Uh, it just... Like uh, it's just pointless. Like it just like ah, oh, just kidding. None of it was real. Um, I just feel like it it, do- it undoes a lot of the the story elements that it kind of tells you and and like you've gone through. Um, I just don't feel that it needed to be there at all. It's an extra layer of head fuck, and it's how they, I suppose, justify the concept of a sequel. But uh, like, or like, I guess any larger world building. Um, yeah, I, I loved it for the head fuck that it was like the concept that like, yeah. Uh, what's that? There's an episode of fucking Rick and Morty. You guys have watched Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. Luke. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding? Are you fucking kidding? Have you watched anything? What the fuck do you do with your time? Fucking playing video games all the time. What's like? Why don't you just go outside and watch some TV for once? Fuck. Um, this is how I'm so well, good at PUBG, Joe, because I'm not sitting around watching fucking- Mate, I want, I want a game already today, okay, mate? So I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to <laughs> fucking hear any of this shit. Um, well, there's an episode of Rick and Morty and some stuff happens. Yeah. Riveting. Cool. Simply oh, what, what am I supposed to do now? I'm spoiling <laughs> fucking Rick and Morty? Like, fuck. <sighs> but the, He's what- in a simulation, in a simulation, in a simulation. I think it's awesome. I love that shit. Yeah, but I, like, I, I don't even think it executes well on the, all right, we're, we're going to give you all the decisions you've made as well. It, it It's very jankly put together. It sounds like it's, you can see those bits like churning in the background as it's reading out to you like, oh, these are the decisions you made. They're not put together yeah. very coherently. Better either. than some, though. Better, Better than, than some gamers do it. Yeah, but it, to me, it feels like like I can see the inner workings of how they're talking as well. You, you can see like the stitches as it's, as it's going through the bits and pieces. Um, well, maybe that simulation or the end of the ending, maybe that's a simulation as well. And that's oh, why. Oh, shit. So oh, it's a simulation shit. in a simulation in a simulation oh, in a no. simulation. We're going too you know deep. what I'm saying? <laughs> We're in the Matrix now. Yep. I get, know, I get there, there are some fan theories that the real world part of the Matrix is actually another layer of the Matrix. God, what have I started? Well, that's how, <laughs> that's, that's how they're making the new one, aren't they? Is it? I don't know. Probably. They'll probably go into that. Okay. Excellent. How it wasn't. I right. can't wait. 
I can't wait to find out when I never go and see that movie. What if I'm not going? I'm Keanu not going, Reeves no. is in it. If Keanu Reeves is in it, obviously I'll go and see it because obviously. But otherwise, I'm never never watching it. What if The Matrix and John Wick are actually like John Wick is in The Matrix? Holy fuck! <laughs> that would bring be amazing. It, bring John it back Wick to Prey. Oh no. <laughs> Like okay. Matrix, <laughs> that, that'd be spectacular. <laughs> like the, the the next um, next sequel for John Wick is when uh, John Wick finds out he can actually dodge bullets. Like, yeah, that is the, the twist in the third one. Yeah, and that's that's why uh, all those people are looking at him at the end because he's like they're all agents actually. That's how he's like how uh, what's his face is able to stop. Everyone in the square, because he they just they're all programs. Genius! Yeah, you're ruining endings now. Films. I'm sure this this is a spoiler cast, and I'm spoiling fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, going yeah. back to pray. What were you going to say? Steve? Back to pray. I don't even remember. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, do you want there to be a sequel? I think this works better just as a single game. Like I know, I know we're talking about Thesda, and we're talking about picking a game name based on existing IP. So, you know, if this does well, it's likely we're going to see a sequel, but I'd rather not. And I, it kind of makes me worried that, you know, like the Batman Arkham Asylum, then, you know, the next Arkham games, you know, like the, the space station is huge, but it's small and contained and they can design every little corner and everything has value and merit. And, like you'd have to go to earth after this. And I'm not sure how that would translate True. into a similar type of experience. Like, I don't want it to be an open world da 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 thing. I want it to be just like to clarify this. though. Arkham city is the best one in that series. So uh, yeah. We will so first, first of all, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do agree with you. I don't actually want, I, I I'm not actually, into the idea of there being a sequel. I do want them to continue making games and I do want them to continue exploring the world that they have created, but I actually can't see how they would make a sequel that would, uh, yeah, live up to the first in a manner that I would be crazy about. Um, I mean, if we use the Arkham games as, as an example, yeah, they had to like radically change, uh, how they went about that shit like arkham city and arkham asylum are not terribly similar games really like one of them is very controlled very strictly linear in its design uh and the other one is like a complete departure but the re- like the reason i like arkham city is because they fucking nail it right mm. but it isn't yeah it wouldn't be a I don't know if they made a prey two in that manner, it, it wouldn't feel like a prey game anymore. It wouldn't feel like that game. So it'd be, yeah, I don't know, a tough one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you reckon, Luke? I don't know. They could take the idea of of prey and and like it doesn't have to be a direct sequel. It could be, um, you know, take the idea of maybe like a black mirror episode or, or, or just have some sort of loose ties to, um, 
to to this. It doesn't need yeah. to be just sort of maybe set in the same world or or just take um you know uh yeah just ideas or thoughts of of how this kind of world's put together and, and play with that but just in a different area. I don't know. What if what if in the sequel, right? Uh, they realize Earth is a lost cause, and so they jet off into the stars. And then the guy that you're playing in Prey 1, um, he, like, busts off. Uh, well, the guy, the, like, mimic dude, the phantasm thing that you're playing in this Prey, right? He goes on uh, with his, you know, empathy for human emotion and his ability to understand all that kind of stuff. And... Uh, like his half human, half Typhon sort of dealio. And um, he hunts down bounties in a space (laughs) (laughs) hunting game. Because I play fucking... We we know where you're going. Yeah. (laughs) I would fucking love that. But so, uh, even like the thing Steve idea. talked about how oh, I killed everybody at the end. <laughs> like, even if they did a sequel, which yeah. which ending do you then take? Like, does Alex show up at the end of that? or yeah, One where everyone's alive, of course. Like, yeah. you have to do the one where everyone's alive. Um, you don't have to. I think you do. Um, yeah. I don't know how it would... Like, unless... Yeah. Unless you took my fucking sequel idea and he jetted off into space and became a fucking bounty hunter. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you'd be doing. You'd be in trouble, I guess. That's what I'm you saying. need a far bigger yeah. wrench anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hi. But that's that's about it. I don't know. What if they do a prequel? Yeah, a prequel would work. What if they set it under the sea? <laughs> that's not tied to anything? but it turns out it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hmm. Excellent. Um, I think we're, I think we're waning at the moment. We might wrap this up. Yeah, we should do that. Uh, anything else you want to answer? <laughs> See, to seeing the- how we're now literally just <laughs> pitching <laughs> games that already exist. Uh, yeah, it might, might be a good one. Yeah. I, I anything think else? What? For me, like I really enjoyed the game. It was just the, the the bugs that sort of crept in at the end like i really wanted to complete the game um by doing all the objectives and and that sort of stuff uh but unfortunately due to some some bugs that allowed that like basically stopped me from doing that um yeah that was a bit of a downfall for me um because i was enjoying it so much i was like all right i want to go through and just do everything that i can but because these small bugs kind of crept in um i was quite disappointed by that but then also like the audio issues that i was having which you guys didn't have um which was a bit shit because i was like oh there's definitely audio problems here and it's something i mentioned to steve as well before he put um the review up but i tried to confirm it with you guys and none of you guys were having it so i was like well must be my headphones or something like that but it turned out that that was actually an issue um just stuff like that of of just bits and pieces that kind of brought it down for me because it was so immersive that every time these things happen it kind of took me out of that moment um so i didn't i didn't hate the game i still said i'd probably give it if i was to slap a number on it like a 7.5 or an 8 but Mm. it was just they started to pile up towards the end where i was like oh you know didn't like the combat as much um bugs and and things that were kind of taking me out of those moments so yeah i i did enjoy the game it's just um 
yeah, those little bits and pieces that kind of added up along the way. Um, whereas Job, you thought it was the best game ever made, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. No, see, well, that's basically it, right? Like, those things, they didn't take me out of the... Like, the bugs never really took me out of the game experience. And so, I never... Yeah, because I never got separated. It never really, like, the bad combat didn't really fucking weigh on me enough to impact the game experience to an extent that I didn't continue to love basically every minute of it. I was fucking addicted to that game for the entire time I played it. Um, and yeah, and I played it. I then play, like after I finished it and re- wrote my review, I then played it for another 12 ish hours just fucking about in it. And I don't achievement hunt. So it wasn't like I was doing shit. Like I was just fucking about in the world. I wasn't like doing shit to see if I could get an achievement or anything. It was literally just, yeah. For- well, I, I played for longer, but I was doing that too. But hey, don't judge me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, I loved it. I I think I'm still the highest score on Metacritic. I'm happy with that. I'm fine with that. Um. Oh, and hey. Uh. Looking at my review, um, I I established the concept of the cum gun, okay? Don't let anyone else <laughs> tell you different, okay? It was me. It was all me. My review was up before anyone else could possibly do it. Nobody had fucking tweeted the concept of the cum gun. It was all Jobo. Thank you. I will not mate. be fighting you for that accolade, so you're, uh, <laughs> you're good. Don't worry about it. Good. Excellent. Hmm. Um, the uh, the music's really good too. Yes. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> the soundtrack. Soundtrack's great. It's just for me, unfortunately, I had to turn the fucking music off because I couldn't hear anything. So <laughs> I was really into it. It was just too. It was too loud. I was like, I can't hear anything that's going on. Um, yeah, it was just the mixing on mine was pretty bad. But the bits that I did hear of that soundtrack was, was, was awesome. He's he's doing a great job over there. He should do all the games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. All right. Any, is, but, anything yeah. else you want to add into this one, or are you good? I'm good. Good to go, Steve. Steve, yeah, I'm good. All right. You you enjoyed the game, though, right? You, I think you gave an eight point five. Was it? Yeah, that sounds right. It was. I was high. It was good. I liked it. Yes. Good. Go pray. De- definitely Solid. worth playing. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap things up then. Um. What should we do? Let's pimp some things. Uh, if you want to listen to other episodes of our show where we talk about other games that aren't just Prey, uh, mainly PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds right now is, I think, all we're <laughs> yeah, playing for the much. last two months. So, um, <laughs> if you want to listen listen to us talk about that, uh, about our stories, people enjoy our stories, I think. Sounds I like think it. so. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can find uh, our podcast, The Gap, on our iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Or you can go to our website, which is thegapodcast.com. It's got all the links to our other shows there. Um, this Prey-specific one, uh, our bonus spoiler cast, will be something we do a couple times this year. We're gonna, yep. um, we were going to do one for Red Dead, but that's no longer happening. Um, so we'll find some other games to talk about like this a bit more in-depth. It allows us to talk about spoilers and, and other moments that we don't generally talk about in our normal show. Um, but otherwise, uh, this sort of stuff is, is thanks to the people that support the show over at our Patreon page. You can do that at patreon.com slash the GA podcast. If you want to help, um, support the show, you can do that. That's great. We appreciate everyone that does that. 
every month for the show. And yeah, um, yeah you can also find uh, our work on various websites. Joe, where's, where's your, your stuff these days? Uh, Redbull.com. Um, I'm doing esports there. And OzGamers.com. And IGN. Uh, check out the esports calendar on IGN. It's actually really good. I'm really happy with how that's working out. I continue to be happy with how that's working out. Yeah. Is yeah. there any pre esports yet? Are you trying to make uh, pre esports? Not, not yet. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but the fucking speedrun is down to nine minutes or something. I think the patch might have ruined it, but uh, yeah, the speedrun was down to fucking nine minutes before the first big patch, um, which is pretty spectacular. So you tell me it's a 10 minute game? Yeah, it's a 10 minute game. <laughs> you gave a 10 minute game a 9.5. I did. You're crazy. I, uh, it's a nine. It's a nine point five minute game, actually. So uh, one point for every minute. <laughs> Is that how your new scoring scale works? That it's is actually one point for every minute. Personal scale. Yeah. Or it's the worst episode of season of Scrubs ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you like? It's it's uncanny, but it's only taken three hundred and seventy four uh, podcasts before you fully understood my scoring system. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it taken a while. Sense. What about you, Steve? Where can we find your stuff? Survivor.com. Um, the gap's up there, too. So there you go. We uh, look out. Pimp, pimp your podcast, guys. So there you go. Look out. Uh, look out. What's going on in the next little while? I don't know. Uh, maybe some GT Sports stuff, some Wipeout is coming up soon there's other stuff i can't remember oh right now you can win a tekken 7 collector's edition with pretty looking uh statue thing which is neat cool i I should promote better that'll do good enough um yeah you can you can find me over there as well i'm gonna do a uh i'm in the middle of writing a uh what's that game called friday the 13th Mm -hmm. the game Oh, I am uh, about seven hundred words into a review at the moment, so <laughs> that'll be up hopefully in the next next couple of days. Um, the Scrubs final season of murder simulators. <laughs> yeah, the thing that got me was everybody was. I, I was seeing a lot of people that were pretty high on the game that were enjoying it. I was like, "What the fuck? I must be crazy. Mm. I've got to pull this game down a peg." Um, huh. <laughs> so anyway, I'm definitely doing that. Uh, so yeah, you can find me over at Survivor.com this week as well. Yeah, um, Steve, thanks for coming along. We, thanks uh, for having me. Appreciate your time. Um, we'll definitely have to get you along for another show soon. Find if out. If we do a doing. Star Trek Bridge Crew spoiler cast, uh, I am in. Oh, how, nice. How are you finding that? Is it good? Oh, it's it's amazing if you love Star Trek, but. It, Hot damn, it's short. There's like five missions. I've, oh, I, really? I basically played all the missions in previews. I just hadn't realized I'd basically played the entire game. So oh, minus no. points for that. But it's it's the best VR to me has been Batman and Star Trek because I get to go and be the things I've always wanted to be since a kid. So, yeah. you know, like fancy shooters and stuff, great. But like I just I want a holodeck and this is the closest I can get to that for now. So it's good, but you have to really like Star Trek. What if you were Batman on Star Trek? That would be uh, fine. Like Batman's a commander. And you fought alongside Voltron and Harry Potter just comes in for a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with all that kind of stuff. That's what cool. VR should be. Just a weird mixture of pop culture crap. 
Yeah. We should be game designers. I'm just. You should go to China. <laughs> There's a theme park there that is half Jurassic Park and half Harry Potter. So it seems like it would be well up your alley. You know. Well, if you had to, you know, fight against dinosaurs having magical powers, that's actually pretty spot on. It would be a yeah. yeah. It would be a a good one to have. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed what we had to say about the uh, the prey, the, the 2017 prey, because uh, mm. now there are two preys. Of course. So, yes, I- I'm really sorry if you thought this was the original prey when you started listening to this. Um, it's I'm not. not. Yeah. yeah. That'd I'm, suck. And we trashed that game, too. We <laughs> shit on that one, too, which is even worse. <laughs> yeah, if you were, if- like, hyped up. What if you were listening to this for that prey and you were just like, these idiots don't know what they're talking about. They didn't even talk about portals at all. Yeah. They, this is like, this is this their first time playing prey? Like, what about the Native American dude and shit? They didn't even talk about his Native American heritage. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Thanks, thanks for listening, listening, everyone. See you later. Bye. Steve, say bye. Bye. So bye. Bye.